But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there here on this uh, lovely uh, Tuesday? A little hot, but still lovely indeed. A taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday uh, to be. Travis Sparks and Eric Fry here hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up here in the uh, program, if you're a fan of baseball, you're going to enjoy today's program because we have a lot to talk about in the world of uh, baseball, both all levels. So we got some College World Series action uh, to update on coming up in a little bit as well. We're going to take a look at what happened uh, in the majors last night and yesterday afternoon, I guess, in the Cardinals since. And we'll hit up on both the Cubs and Cardinals game from yesterday. We'll also take a look at where we stand in the All-Star voting as well as that Phase 1 will come to a close on a Thursday. And they'll enter Phase 2 to determine who the starters will be. And so we'll update on that All-Star voting, how that's going. Also over the weekend, there was some news on the Cardinals Hall of Fame front. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Where kind of came out of left field uh, there about uh, David Freeze and uh, David Freeze declining this year's induction in the uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame. And so uh, we'll dive deep into that and that strange, really odd timing on uh, the declining of this uh, of this honor. And so uh, we'll dive into it. Uh, they're coming up in a little bit. And also we'll just get to uh, some other news and uh, notes uh, from around the world of uh, sports. I know I saw that uh, Messi's debut with Inter Milan. That mm-hmm. date has uh, been uh, set as well. And, you know, there was uh, the rumors of the uh, Cardinals and uh, Giants when they were together in that series of the uh, next Field of Dreams game yeah. uh, that they're going to be involved in. And MLB officially announced the uh, date of that as well so we might touch a little bit on that as well and you say we might have some nascar stuff to talk yeah, about yeah we got some nascar stuff that uh came out uh, yesterday and early this morning so we'll we'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit okay and so uh we'll get to that at some point and whatever we don't get to here in the treasure show we get to in the podcast also college world series yeah, definitely uh, update you with that mm-hmm. as we had a uh, team bow out as had an elimination game uh, yesterday and another one on deck for today as well there in Omaha. So uh, we'll take a look about that later on. All right, so we got a lot of baseball talk here today. So uh, let's get it started and let's get it kicked off with first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. 
And, of course, that's where we're starting in Major League Baseball with the Cubs and the Cardinals in a game that you heard yesterday afternoon here on 98.9. And that was the St. Louis Cardinals with the opening of their series there in Washington, D.C. And the Cardinals had to come back to do so. They trailed 5 to nothing at one point, but the Cardinals came all the way back. And they ended up winning it 8-6 to six to take game one there in Washington uh, yesterday. Thanks to uh, Jordan Hicks locking it down. If the casual fans out there are just now finding out about Jordan Hicks and that you can throw 100-plus miles an hour with movement, uh, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, party. It's been uh, it's been a while. Uh, he's been here for a little bit, uh, but he uh, locked it down for his uh, third uh, save in a row, and he's uh, pitched uh, three days in a row as well. And we also had a back-to-back homers there in the uh, fifth inning by uh, Donovan to uh, tie it up a three-run shot, and then uh, Goldschmidt homered immediately after that to put the Cardinals up six to five, and that's all they needed. And uh, they ended up winning eight to six. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was a good game for the Cardinals, Travis. It, it really was. This was uh, kind of one of those games that y- you needed that we've seen kind of earlier in the year, you know, even during this uh, kind of losing period they're in now. They easily could have rolled up and died. At what were they down? Like five nothing at one five point. Five to zero in the second inning. You easily could have just rolled up and said, "All right, well, here we go. Starting off this week with a, another loss." But yep. they rallied and they got back into it. And yeah, I I think uh, it was. Could this possibly be a turnaround for the Cardinals? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, St. Louis now has uh, quietly won a three in a row, so it's a win streak. Uh, now and it was important after they went down early on in that one five to zero the very next inning uh, DeYoung was on base and uh, Tommy Edmond hit a triple and that brought DeYoung in to make it five to one and then Goldschmidt very next batter drove in Edmond uh, there and that made it a five to two and so that was uh, big to get back in the game and get some uh, confidence because the Nationals had it uh, the whole way up until that, uh, Flaherty wasn't exactly uh, sharp. I mean, mm-hmm. he only walked one batter, but he did give up six runs and ten hits and uh, six and a third inning pitched, and it was the bullpen who held it down. Cabrera didn't allow a hit after he uh, cleaned it up after they took Flaherty out, and then Gallegos pitched an inning and a clean inning there with nothing doing, and uh, Hicks gave up a hit, but he uh, struck out a batter there. And, like I said, he had like a 103-mile-an-hour pitch and mm-hmm. had some movement to him on his slider uh, there and uh, closed it down uh, there. So the bullpen kind of shut it down after uh, after Flaherty had a not the best uh, start. But, no. Um, hey, he didn't walk very many people. only walked one. So that's been that's a struggle. Positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Positive. You'll, you'll take it. And, of course, the Colonel's offense is showing up. Uh, yesterday it was nice to see uh, Brandon Donovan uh, coming up a uh, clutch tie in the game there in the fifth, and uh, Goldschmidt kind of staying hot as he had some homers over the weekend against the Mets and uh, had that big one uh, there to put the Cardinals up for good uh, there and win six to five mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. And Cardinals are winning three in a row while the Nationals now have dropped four in a row in the uh, standings uh, there. And uh, so we talk about it all the time of where the uh, Cardinals stand, not in the Central, but basically in the National League. And uh, they're putting up a little bit of distance now as it's two and a half lead on mm-hmm. the Rockies and the Nationals for the worst record in the National League. So um, I don't know if this is uh, this is just a good little stretch that the uh, yeah. Cardinals are on right now. So. And, you know, you need this. You, you need this. There's so many questions, turmoil as far as the future of this season for the Cardinals. What do they do? What's the next step? You know, on one hand, Travis, this is what you needed. Maybe you can turn around because we talked about how the Central is so bad mm. that it's up for grabs for anybody. But at the same time, it makes what you're going to do a lot harder to figure yeah. out. Right, because you're still kind of in limbo, mm-hmm. still in the middle. Like I know still Cardinal fans don't want to hear this, the other. but the worst thing, the the best thing you could do is go on a ten game losing streak, because yeah. that would put a nail in the coffin. And be like, all right, cool, we're done. Like we know right. we're done. We're gonna be sellers. We know it's all good. Right, you're still in limbo here. 
Right, yeah. So it is both a, a gift and a curse uh, as well. And I saw over the weekend, old on uh, MLB Network, Mark DeRosa, you know, he was the uh, manager of the USA team in the World Baseball Classic. And others uh, agreed that maybe the Cardinals should be sellers and should uh, ship off not only one superstar, but both superstars. Uh, as well i think that's a crazy uh scenario there i know that we kicked around the idea of uh doomsday scenario of trading away paul goldschmidt there right. but they even threw a nolan arnauto uh out there as well and i don't think that would happen at all whatsoever but uh like you said this is both good and bad we're still in limbo so we still don't really have any clear answers uh here as we get towards the end of june i know travis you're gonna say it's crazy <laughs> I get that. I understand that. But as we've talked about before, what assets do you have? Yeah, and uh, Tyler O'Neill was just switched to 60-day yeah. IL. Yeah, he's not coming Oof. back anytime soon. Oof. So what assets do you have to trade a contending team to get a top-five prospect? Yeah, I just think that's crazy that you have a guy opt-in for four more years of a contract and then ship him off. Well. It, as, as we've heard so many players say, it's a business. We understand it's a business. Yes, so, but uh, that would be a, just a craziness to me. But. Is that what I would do? No, it's not what I would do. But at the same time, if you're looking at doing a rebuild, Travis, or even a retooling, mm. as we've talked about, what do you have to offer a team? Right. Yeah, it is kind of slim pickings out there. On the roster, I know that we talked a little bit about the uh, players that they could possibly dangle out there. And and I know you mentioned, you know, oh, they got some good prospects. But a team that is contending is not wanting prospects. No, not really. They're wanting veterans who are proven at the MLB level. Mm -hmm. And right now, the two most veteran guys who are proven to be contributors at the major league level on the Cardinals roster is Arenado and Goldschmidt. Mm. Well, hopefully it doesn't get to uh, that point uh, coming up as we get to the deadline. Get your jersey, Travis, uh, if you haven't yet. Hey, I already got a okay. couple of. I yeah, already got a couple of shirts. See, you're from good, Goldschmidt you're good. Arenado. So uh, they're back in action today. More of a regular start time uh, today as a five ten uh, pregame show start here on ninety eight nine. It's Jordan Montgomery on the hill for the uh, Cards and uh, Gore going for the uh, Nationals uh, this evening. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, the uh, Cardinals, they are on a little win streak right now, but uh, so are the Cubs as, uh, well, not the Cubs, but uh, they... We're playing well. Uh, yeah, as they uh, shut out the Pirates last night, 8-0, to zero, and the Pirates, that's the streak that I was talking about, but it's not a winning streak, it's a losing streak. Seven games in a row now that they've lost, and they got shut out yesterday and just... Nothing doing uh, for them, obviously, uh, offensively. Uh, Drew Smiley had a decent outing. He got the win, and he went five innings, only giving up three hits. He did walk five batters, but struck out four. Um, and the bullpen only gave up a couple of hits as well in four innings of relief there. And Cubs got the shutout over the Pirates, taking advantage of them, yep. kicking them while they're down. Yep. Hey, you know what? We're doing what and we need to do. It. He'll take it, and he also uh, spoiled the uh, debut of Henry uh, Davis Jr., the number one prospect for uh, Pittsburgh, and he yep. did have a double in his first at-bat He there. did. He looked and decent. So that was about the highlights for the Pirates as they get shut out. Yeah. Only and five hits for the game. Yeah, uh, good pitching <clears throat> from Smiley. Five innings, yeah. three hits. Did have five walks, which is more than I would like to see. Anytime you have more walks than strikeouts, to me that's a bad kind of day but when you limit the damage which is what he did and i thought the bullpen looked pretty good as well for the cubs um you know this cubs team uh thus far this season you know against the pirates they've played pretty well against them uh the cubs now have won four straight against pirates pirates have not beaten the cubs this season Mm, the cubs have beaten them 11 to 3 10 to 6 7 to 2 and 8 to nothing so we're averaging about you know nine (laughs) runs a game when we play the pirates so if we just nice. play the Pirates all season long, that'd be great. <laughs> right. Seems to be working out for you uh, this season. And hopefully we'll continue the uh, great pitching performance uh, once again here tonight as Marcus Stroman 
on the hill for the Cubbies and Oviedo going up for the uh, Pirates. Yeah, the on. future question of Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. What is his future? Where is his future? Right. Is is the more important thing. So mm-hmm. uh, yep. it'll be interesting to see. Yep, as uh, we have some questions on the Cardinals roster, but of course they have that uh, Stroman question mark on the Cubs roster uh, there as well. And that'll be a 6.05 uh, start time for the Cubs and Pirates uh, this evening. Let's take a look at what else happened in MLB from last night. The uh, Tigers, they got the win over the Royals. They have Royals are struggling as well. They lost yep. 12 of their last 13 games. Yeah, not Ouch. good. Nope. 19 and 53 now. Nope. It's Kansas City. Worse than the A's. Uh, the Marlins, they got the shutout over the uh, Blue Jays, 11 and 2 as 0. And Luis Ariza. Five for five, and he's hitting back over 400 on the season as Miami all over Toronto last night. Yeah, and don't look now, Travis. Miami 42 and 31 on the season. They're playing some yeah. good ball this year. Yeah, if the season ended right now, they would be in the playoffs with mm-hmm. that uh, wild card positioning. And I love these uh, two stats for Luis Ariza here. Uh, he now leads in Major League Baseball with 102 hits. The Twins, he was on last year. Well, they're the only team that doesn't have a player with 60 hits. Jeez. Carlos Correa leads the Twins with 51 hits uh. as of the other night. And also, Luis Ariza has 102 hits on the season. Hits by the Yankees, not named Aaron Judge, 96. So, just amazing stats uh. there for Luis Ariza. Yeah. Uh, there for Miami. Uh, the Reds, my goodness, they men never lose. Yeah. Nine straight for the Reds, and they're now leading the Central. I was going to say the NL Central leading Reds. Yeah. Travis, the big red machine is back. How about that? Nine in a row, five to four last night over the Iraqis. And uh, Ellie De La Cruz has uh, yep. been big for for yep. them. And then Joey Votto, they got another shot in yeah, the Yeah, returns. Last night, a first game off the I.L. And he homers and also drives in three. First game all season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I mean, yep. that's a way to come back. And I you know. have to think for Joey Votto, it's different coming back to this team than years past because he's been on the Reds forever. Coming back to a team that's contending for the division and coming back to a team that's stuck in fourth place and 15 games back at this point in the year has to be totally different Right. Definitely. for him. And now, with that being said, let's – pump our brakes a little bit travis the reds as you said the nl central leading reds are three games above 500 right i think it's more of an injustice of how bad the nl central is this year but the reds are playing good baseball right now right yeah nine in a row and nine and one in their last 10 is a cincinnati and the reason why they are a half game up in the central now are the diamondbacks they won over the brewers a nine to one Kelly has a, a nice night as Arizona gets the eight-run victory there. I was going to say, and we may be looking at history, Travis, on that Arizona team. Corbin Carroll, mm-hmm. odds-on favorite for Rookie of the Year. He now has the fourth shortest odds for MVP as well in the National League. He'd be only the second player ever to win Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same year. Mm, nice. As the Diamondbacks, three and a half up in the West mm-hmm. right now. Uh, the Red Sox, they beat the Twins a nine and two a three. The Mets were all over the Astros, 11 and two a one. As Max Scherzer goes a strong eight innings, and Lindor has five RBIs. Uh, the Rangers, they win over the White Sox, five two a two. And the uh, Giants walk it off in extras. As they win against the uh, Padres, a seven to two of four. Yastrzemski gets a, a splashdown in McCovey Cove and wins it on a three-run homer uh, there in a rally past San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly here, uh, what's going on uh, tonight? You got Atlanta in uh, Philadelphia taking on the Phillies. Spencer Strider against the Ranger Suarez there. Baltimore in uh, Tampa to take on uh, the uh, Rays. Tyler Glasnow. Going up for Tampa, you know, still got the Royals and the Tigers. Uh, you got Blue Jays still in Miami. You got Seattle starting a series with the Yankees and Garrett Cole on the mound for New York. 
Rockies continuing with the Rays. A's are in uh, Cleveland to take on the uh, Guardians. Red Sox still in Minnesota. You got Diamondbacks still with the uh, Brewers, Mets, and Astros. And uh, Justin Verlander set to take the uh, ball for the uh, Mets. I saw that he got his World Series ring uh, the other day. Uh, and his return to Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Valdez is opposing him. Uh, you had Dylan Cease for the White Sox against the uh, Rangers. Nathan Avaldi. Yeah, the Padres and the Giants continuing theirs, and the Dodgers and Angels a battle for LA. As this is going to be in the Los Angeles Angels home team, as Clay Kershaw will go for the Dodgers. Reed Detmers on the mound for the Angels. So you got a little LA versus LA action uh, start off uh, the week here as well so again a 510 a pregame show start of four of the uh, cardinals and uh, nationals later on uh, this evening right here on 98 and 9 also there was some news over the uh, weekend about the uh, cardinals hall of fame david freeze was set to be uh, one of the inductees this season well he has declined that induction and we'll dive deep into that decision and I'll tell you his reasoning for that and talk all about it coming up next here on the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. 38, 22, 44. Have I got your attention yet? Well, this just scratches the surface of what all caliber guns Sackey's Firearm Sales has on hand in their shop. Sackey's also carries just about every accessory that you would want for any of your guns, large or small. Mark offers concealed carry classes for both men and women. Yes, ladies, he's also putting together one just for the ladies. So if you're ready for a class, give Mark or one of the guys a call and see when the next class is scheduled. Follow them on Facebook for shop hours and other information. There are 80-year-olds and 18-year-olds who have already succeeded on Plan Z. Husbands and wives, mothers and daughters. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. The average Plan Z by Zola client loses 31 pounds in less than 50 days. Not a measly one or two pounds a week. My dieters are anxious to wake up each morning, step on the scale, and see results. You eat real food on Plan Z, too. Nothing prepackaged. We teach you how to do the diet at your favorite restaurants, too. It's easy. Why should you believe Plan Z will work for you when nothing else has? I got connected to some new information, and I designed a diet that works. Now, let's say this time you actually lose the weight. Then you go to work, you go to church, people compliment you, and they ask you how you did it. Your secret is you took a chance and checked out the website of a diet you heard about on the radio, and it worked. I really want to help you, but you have to make the next move. Go to PlanZDiet.com. Real people lose real weight real fast. PlanZDiet.com. Show your appreciation of this great nation we live in by flying the flag with pride this June and July. We want to share the pride. Go to Effingham Radio and submit your picture of your flag, whether at your business, your home, your boat, wherever it is. Show your pride at EffinghamRadio.com. Proudly sponsored by Disabled American Veterans Chapter Number 7 in Effingham, Jay's Hobby Shop, Barlow Lock and Security, Sanitation Services, The Rubbish Gobbler, and DHB Transmission. The Toyotas are here at Dan Heck Toyota in Effingham, and we invite you to our summer celebration sale going on now. SUVs like Highlander and RAV4, sedans like the best-selling Camry and the all-new Prius, and of course, tough and dependable Tundra and Tacoma trucks. We have them ready for you to drive home. Bring your trade-in, your title or payment book, 
and let us save you more during our summer celebration sale. Only at Dan Heck Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Warmer weather is here. Ready for lazy days at the lake, fishing, hitting the trails on the four-wheeler, or just days and nights spent outside with friends and family? At Steve's Liquor and Snacks, they're ready too. They have all your favorite beverages stocked as well as snacks and fishing bait. Stop by Steve's Liquor and Snacks and stock up on all your favorites and see some of the new products they now carry. Steve's Liquor and Snacks, located on Route 40 and Funkhauser Road. And now... But then uh, tomorrow, I'll open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, God. I was. I was. I was just agreeing with you. Oh my God! It's okay. Not really. But. Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Oh, I still got. We still got a few more minutes. What am I doing? Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Welcome back here on the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And uh, we just talked about uh, what happened in uh, Major League Baseball uh, from uh, last night. There was some news uh, that happened over the uh, weekend about the uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame as it came out on uh, Saturday as it was announced that uh, David Freeze, the hero, of course, in the 2011 uh, postseason, of course, everyone remembers his uh, Game 6 home run and was eventually uh, the uh, World Series MVP that year to help the Cardinals lead to that uh, World Series championship. Well, David Freeze has declined on an announcement mm-hmm. and an invitation to, to join the Cardinals Hall of Fame uh, this upcoming August. And yes. kind of came out of left field, and it was kind of a strange decision to uh, decline. Now, now the Travis, invite. I wanted I wanted to talk to you about this mm-hmm. because you, when when we were first talking about people to get voting for the Cardinals Hall of Fame, yeah, you immediately were like, ah, David Freeze is the lock. He's the he guy is. that's got to go in. And he How was. do you feel about this? Well, I mean, I guess at the end of the day is his decision of whether he wants to go in or not. And uh, I don't really – I wish he wouldn't have uh, declined it because, I mean, the fans overwhelmingly Mm -hmm. uh, voted uh, for him. And he is very humble in the fact that he said that he didn't feel like he deserved uh, this honor. And, I mean, I'd say you do deserve this honor. I mean, yeah, when you think of St. Louis Cardinal greats, I mean, you may not think of David Freeze uh, right up there when you rattle off names like Stan Musial and mm-hmm. uh, Lou Brock and all those guys. And, I mean, Mark McGuire to a certain extent with uh, people that grew up like me. But uh, you're going to remember David Freeze for his 2011 performance in the uh, postseason and I thought that this was the uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame was kind of this is what it was created to do. You have guys like David who is not going to get in the pro right. baseball or the right. baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, but he needs to be recognized for his accomplishments with the uh, Cardinals. And I know he only spent five years in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and if you look at his career numbers from before that 2011 postseason, and even after that uh, postseason in 2012, he did make an All-Star appearance, but he didn't really do anything else after that. And his numbers don't really jump out and say, "Wow, this guy Hall of Fame." But 2011 in that postseason, we wouldn't have won it without him. And so, I understand him being humble that he feels like he doesn't deserve it, but the fans clearly. Don't agree. We feel like he deserves this honor. Well, I I I understand what you're saying, Travis. Now, I I, I get that. However, I also get David Freeze's point of view. He mentioned when this came out that this is not a time 
that he looks back on. And I think part of, fondly, because of his personal life, I think there's two big factors to this, Travis. And that is, he grew up in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. He grew up idolizing the Cardinals and those players that are in the Hall of Fame. Right, yep. The other thing is David Free has been very open. He has suffered from depression most of his life. He was arrested in 2009 for failing a DUI, his second DUI there in St. Louis. In 2012, he crashed an SUV into a tree there in St. Louis. It's not something I don't think he wants the Hall of Fame to be linked to maybe some past mistakes he has made. Because right. he holds those players in the Hall of Fame so highly regarded in his own mind. Because right. he grew up in St. Louis idolizing them. Right. I think if David Freeze would have been from California, who didn't have the hometown tie-in connections to the Cardinals, I think obviously, yes, he'd be in there. But I think it's the fact that he grew up idolizing those Hall of Fame players. Grew up in St. Louis. Hometown kid. It's a lot of pressure on him. Mm -hmm. Dealt with depression most of his life. Had a couple of incidents of mistakes. Right. I don't think he wants that to tarnish the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, feel for him in that aspect. I think we've all kind of uh, gone uh, through that, and we all kind of don't sometimes don't feel like uh, our accomplishments are uh, mm -hmm. good enough at the uh, end of the day. And I can totally uh, see your point of you know he well he was born in Texas, but he uh, grew up in uh, St. Yeah. Louis and yeah. uh, the suburbs there, and he was a uh, Cardinal fan. Uh, growing up as well so uh, that's something that I hadn't even uh, thought about of yeah. uh, you know him being a lifelong fan and whatnot of holding all the other players uh, that he has in higher regard and I mean you can look at his couple of his teammates on that uh, 2011 squad that are in the Cardinals Hall of Fame right now Matt Holiday and Chris Carpenter as well mm -hmm. and so I I I just feel like maybe he's being a little too, uh, I don't want to say hard on himself. I get those struggles yep. and whatnot for sure. Uh, well, but I think that he's kind of being, you know, it's like, all right, maybe you should recognize your accomplishments. And in man. case you haven't heard the team, the release that he sent with the team, let me read it to you. It says, this is something I've given an extra amount of thought to, humbly, even before the voting process began. I am aware of the impact I had helping the team bring great memories to the city I grew up in, including the 11th championship, but this honor means more to me. I look at who I was during my tenure, and that weighs heavily on me. The Cardinals the entire city have always had my back in every way. I'm forever grateful to be part of such an amazing organization and fan base then, now, and in the future. I'm especially sorry to the fans that took the time to cast their votes. Cardinal Nation is basically the reason why I've unfortunately waited so long for this decision. I have made it more of a headache for so many people. I feel strongly about my decision to understand how people might feel about this. I get it. I'll wear it. Thank you for always being there for me, and I'm excited to be around the Cardinals as we move forward. So because of that, there will be no fan-voted member of this year's Hall of Fame class. It's not like the next guy is going to get in. Right. There will be no member. But, Travis, I think in that, it sums up everything I said. Is He looks back at the, who he was during that time, and he's not happy with it. He doesn't feel he represented the Cardinals organization as well as he could have. When you talk about players like Matt Holliday and Albert Pujols and guys like that, mm -hmm. that – don't really have a blemish on their mark anywhere. Mm. Albert's got a couple of late ones. Albert's got a couple, but it was after the Cardinals. Mm. Even when he before he signed with the Cardinals, if you look deep well, enough. Well, yeah, yeah. But again, that is, that is the honor and, and the weight he felt being in the Cardinals. Yeah. And he took it to heart. He did. And, you know, I saw a lot of people saying, and let me ask you, Travis, because you're the Cardinal fan of the two of us here. Should the Cardinals change the Hall of Fame going forward as far as the voting? <laughs> Should there be a fan vote? Yeah. 
I think so. I think I've seen a lot of people saying no. I don't have a problem with fan voting. I mean, you know, like I said, just because you're getting to the Cardinals Hall of Fame doesn't mean that you're going to have your jersey retired on the wall. It's a completely different uh, different side of it. And, you know, I I think you should just keep the fan fan voting. It's fun. And now I'm, I'm going to put Travis here in David Freeze's shoes for a second. Okay. Think about the immense, and he mentioned the pressure from Cardinals Nation. As we've talked about, the St. Louis Cardinals, probably one of the top three sports baseball fan bases in all of baseball. Me being a Cub fan, I'll even say that. Mm-hmm. No one is more passionate than the St. Louis Cardinal fans are. It took him this long to come with this decision because he did not want to let them down. Because they voted for him. Mm-hmm. And he felt like even if it's what he felt, he felt he didn't deserve it. I, me as the non-Cardinal fan, I would say he probably doesn't either. On a stat number. Without him, the Cardinals don't win the 2011 World Series. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yep. But does two games make someone a Hall of Famer? It wasn't even or a postseason. Yeah, one postseason does. One postseason would when make you lead him to a championship. Would make absolutely. someone a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, a Cardinals Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, he's only been around since 2014. This isn't like it's been like since our first inception. Like I said, that's what is different between the retired numbers and this Cardinals Hall of Fame thing. Let me ask you this then: Shakal Schwarber going a Cubs Hall of Fame? I mean, he was a part of the 2016 club, so did he win any MVP trophies during that time? No. Nope. So, probably not. Should Ben Zobris? Yeah. He's a candidate. Anyone on that 2016 squad would be. I mean, even Jason Hayward would be. Jason Hayward I would put above Ben Zobris. Even though Ben <laughs> Zobris won the, the MVP. He did, yeah. But, to me, one postseason... And like you said, because it's so new, Travis, Mm -hmm. if we're talking this is the 25th year of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, then I'd say, yes, put David Freeze in. But we're less than 10 years of something being around, and you're Mm -hmm. already getting guys who had a postseason and they're a Cardinal Hall of Famer over someone like a Matt Morris who was there for many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And put time in and was quality. Was he outstanding? No. But he was quality his whole time he was there. Oh, yeah, definitely. So are you saying that one postseason is more important than an entire career worth of work? Yes. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure I was getting that point across. And also, I think another big thing that goes into this is not just like a whole career like Albert and Yachty and whatnot. You know, those two players are what they are. But David Freeze, he's not the – uh, household name before the 2011 uh, season. That's what makes that 2011 postseason uh, so great. He wasn't one of the uh, top five players in uh, on that team, but he just rose to be that, and he just played out of his mind. Like He never had another good season after that, really. I mean, yeah, like I said, he was an all-star in 2012, but that's the best thing that he ever did, and he never got any better than that, and he just was amazing. Uh, that postseason so yeah i think one postseason does meet the criteria and does more make so than all... steve carlton yeah more so than like i said matt morris was there from 97 through 2005 more so than Edgar I mean, and not Rhea. to say not to say that matt morris won't get in eventually i think that they need to let more than one purse one more more than one fan vote get in but to me this is David Freese's first year on the ballot. Matt Morris has been on eight. Edgar Entry has been on eight. Mm-hmm. Again, if it wasn't for the fact this is so new, and if it wasn't for the fact that it was his first year on, I think there are more deserving players who did more than one thing. Yeah. Well, if Matt Morris has been on the ballot eight years, why is it taking him so long? He gets jumped over by Matt Holiday. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what did he do outside of 2011? I mean, he was a fan favorite. Yes. So, like, he wasn't even an MVP or anything. You would say that he was more of an impact player on the team than David Freeze in yes. the sense of star power. Yes. In that sense, but he'd leapfrog Matt Morris. Matt Morris has a 620 win percentage, seventh in franchise history among pitchers who have at least 750 innings. He won 11 or more games six times in his I eight know. seasons. I know, but there's this, just... This is the problem with fan voting. That's what I'm trying to get at. Maybe he just wasn't a fan favorite. But that's not his fault. Hey, I, that's how the voting process works. No, I, I think you got... We've talked about it on All-Star Games. We've talked about it and everything like that. You got to get the fans out of it. Hmm. Because they have their favorites. And they don't look at numbers. They just look at names and say, that's the guy. When that's not what it should be. When you're talking about an honor like this. Yeah, I, I guess from like a Hall of Fame voting right. perspective, but you know, if like a, an All Star Game perspective, it's you know who the fans vote for, who they want to see play. It doesn't matter their stats and whatnot. That's why uh, people get votes when they're in, out injured and whatnot. It's because that's who the fans want to see play in the actual game and tune in to see. We don't have the fans vote for the MVP. No. Maybe we should. I guess. Maybe we should. They so in that way, someone vote. who is just a name would win the MVP. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they do. There you go. And because of uh, all-star voting, who knows? A guy uh, like Paul Goldschmidt or someone from the Cardinals get in there in the uh, all-star uh, starting lineup possibly. Well, we do have one. David Freeze, I respect your decision. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I, res- I respect it, but um, I don't have to like it. And I think you deserve it, man. I like your decision. Maybe being too too humble, too hard on yourself. Uh, I think you uh, should be in it, and clearly the rest of the fans do as well. So, uh, but again, it's it is what it is. It is his decision uh, to decline the invite. There, do want to mention that Jose Okendo is going to be one of the uh, yes. players, another fan uh, favorite, and another. A uh, guy that was just a Cardinals organization guy, not only player and Mr. Everything, Mr. Yep. Utility, but also the player development aspect as well. And Should have been the manager. <laughs> possibly, if that's what he uh, wanted to do. I think that he's been kind of offered that before, and I don't think that's what he's wanted to do, uh, have that responsibility on his shoulders there. Uh, and speaking of all-star voting, let's take a quick peek at that all-star voting standings. Where would the starters be? And, well, we'll find out that on a Thursday, at least the two finalists to determine at each position. So we'll take a look at the all-star voting standings coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Father's Day may come and go, but mom and pop deals keep on pleasing at Rule King. Take our latest Rudy special, four packs of liquid pool coordinator, sale priced only $14.99. Plus, keep your garden bug-free all season long with two packs of seven insect dust for just $10. Take advantage of these deals and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Welcome summer. Find your happy place. Dust and Sun Auto Supplies wants to make sure that you are ready to enjoy your patio, porch, deck, boat dock, wherever your happy place is. Dust and Sun carries a variety of different models of pressure washers available in both Karcher and steel. And don't forget to grab some Challenger cleaner. Dust and Sun carries Challenger in convenient spray bottles, as well as gallon concentrate for those bigger jobs. Stop in any Dust and Sun Auto Supplies location and let us help you take the pressure off getting your happy place ready. Accurately plant at speeds from 3 to 12 miles per hour with the True Speed High Speed Meter available on the Kinsey 5900, 5700, 3665, and 3505 planters and plant up to twice the number of acres in a day versus a conventional meter. By controlling the seed from the seed disc to placement in the seed trench, precision singulation and seed spacing are achieved regardless of seed size, shape, or coating. The industry-leading low-speed release point delivers superior spacing accuracy for precise seed positioning in the row. 
advanced design utilizing low wear and easy to change components benefit in a lower cost of ownership over other systems. A single no adjustable simulator is all that is necessary for planting both corn, soybeans and other crops. True speed high speed meters are controlled by the Blue Vantage display to make setup and operation simple and intuitive. Learn more and see True Speed in action. Contact Midwest Tractor Sales in Breeze, Jerseyville, Newton, Sparta or Vandalia and check them out today. Now is your chance to win tickets to the Martinsville Ag Fair going on from June 24th through July 1st. Go to EffinghamRadio.com, click on the Martinsville Fair ad, and sign up for your chance to win. Please, only one per household. Sign up today. It's easy and it's fun. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. And now... I have the Cowboys and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The last time the Dallas Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl back in 1995, they took out the Packers in the NFC Championship game. So, history will repeat itself. Cowboys moving on to the Super Bowl. The starting lineup. Oh, my God. It's all going somewhere, Travis. Just just go with me. The Cowboys. Yes. Yes. Oh, It's all going geez. somewhere. Oh, my on 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center. The Colts are hoping to take advantage of their top picks talents. According to ESPN, quarterback Anthony Richardson will have a prominent role in the Colts' offense as a runner, even if he isn't named the Week 1 starter. Richardson spent most of the spring practices working on perfecting his mechanics. The general belief outside Indianapolis is that Richardson will win the starting job. The Philadelphia 76ers may retain one of their star players. ESPN's Zach Lowe believes that James Harden will stay in Philly. Lowe said on his podcast, the uh, brakes have now been pumped like slammed on around the league to the point that I bet if you pull 50 front office executives, the majority of them would guess he's going back to Philly, end quote. Harden was reportedly torn between staying with the 76ers heading back to the Houston Rockets for a reunion with his old team. Whichever team ends up with DeAndre Hopkins may be getting a two-for-one package. Free agent running back Dalvin Cook appeared on the Adam Schefter podcast on Monday and said that it would be, quote, epic for the NFL, end quote, if he and Hopkins signed with the same team before the 2023 season. Cook complimented Hopkins as a player and as a person, adding that the two share a similar competitive mindset. Former Viking claimed that he hasn't talked to Hopkins about a potential team-up, but said that he's going to reach out to him. And... Patriots quarterback Jack Jones is facing serious charges. According to the Boston Globe, Jones is expected to be arranged today in East Boston District Court on weapon charges. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here for our, over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. Let's uh, talk about some more voting, some more uh, fan voting uh, currently uh, going on. A uh, phase number one of the uh, All-Star game for Major League Baseball in uh, Seattle this year. And this was last week's update. And on a Thursday, uh, the uh, phase two will begin and uh, will determine the finalist for the uh, top two uh, vote-getters at each position in the league. Let's take a look at the uh, National League standings right now for all-star voting currently right now at a catcher is a Sean Murphy got a pretty decent lead over Will Smith of the Dodgers first baseman Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers overwhelmingly a lead over a Pete Alonzo uh, there we also have uh, Goldschmidt there from the Cardinals in fourth place uh, second baseman Luis Ariza there leading the way at a second base for the Marlins over Ozzy Albies there Nolan Gorman is in a third, so we'll see if he can get in there in the top two. Third baseman Nolan Arenado there is the lone Cardinal leading his position as he has a pretty decent lead over Austin Riley uh, there. Uh, shortstop is Orlando Arcia from the uh, Braves, has a pretty decent lead over uh, Francisco Lindor of the Mets and also uh, Xander Bogarts there in the top three. J.D. Martinez is leading the way for a designated hitter from the Dodgers over Bryce Harper. That race is still 
uh, pretty close, and those are really the top two candidates. Travis Darnot of the Braves is a distant third. And in the outfield, it's the uh, top six outfielders. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. currently uh, leading, and he has the most votes of any National League All-Star with over a million mm-hmm. as uh, he's number one in the outfield. Mookie Betts is second. Uh, Larios Gurriel Jr. for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, Grail Jr. Mm-hmm. is in a third. He would be the starting outfield spot right now. Uh, Juan Soto's in fourth. Corbin Carroll there for the Diamondbacks is fifth. And Fernando Tatis Jr. of the Padres is currently in sixth. Hey, Cody Bellinger is yeah. in eighth. Yeah. There for the uh, Cubs. So is Suzuki. He uh, cracks the top ten at number ten. Yep. Uh, Cubs are not getting an <laughs> all-star player this year. Uh, Lars Newbar there at 13th. For the uh, cards over on the American. Has he been out most of the year? Yeah, he just came okay. back from the IL. Yeah. <laughs> Why is All Star Games should not be fan voted? Yeah, I guess uh, that is a good point. In the American League for a catcher, Aldi Rauchman for the Orioles currently leading the way over uh, John Himmon from the uh, Rangers. Salvi Perez is closely. Uh, behind him for a second. First baseman is uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leading the way. Close race there with Yandy Diaz for the Rays. Anthony Rizzo, hey, they're pretty decently in third uh, there. Second base, Marcus Simeon. He had a commanding lead over Jose Altuve and uh, with Merrifield there in third for third baseman, Matt Chapman in a, a close race with Josh Young of the uh, Rangers. Also, Rafael Devers, the distant third. Uh, Bo Bichette, also from the uh, Blue Jays, is uh, leading the way in the shortstop category. Corey Seager, distant second there. And, hey, you had uh, Marcus Simeon. He was a a Blue Jay not too long ago. Designated hitter, not uh, surprising here. And leading the way in all-star voting for the American League is Shoya Tani, as he has over 900,000 votes as of last week. Brandon Belt, 200,000 is the second leading vote-getter in the designated hitter category. In the outfield, Aaron Judge leads the way. He has 844,000 votes as of last week. Mike Trout there in second, and Yodon Alvarez of the Astros in third. And Alvarez might be in a little bit of trouble. He went on the IL, and he was out for like four weeks or something, so he may not make the All-Star uh, game. Randy Rosarina there in fourth. Kevin Kiermeyer also of the Blue Jays in fifth, and Ali Oscar Garcia of the Rangers is in a sixth place right now. So that's currently the clubhouse leaders as of last week. And those phase one votes will be tallied up and revealed on a Thursday. The top two candidates and the top outfielders as well will be voted on in phase two of the next round of all-star votings to see who the is going to the all-star game there in uh, Seattle. And come on, Seattle fans, what are you doing? Julio Rodriguez, your guy. I know he hasn't been spectacular, but he's only in uh, ninth place right now. So mm. need to get those votes up uh, for him if he's going to make an appearance there. But I guess he could be selected as an alternate uh, vote. All right, so we're up against it, and uh, we need to come back with uh, some uh, college baseball to close out the show coming up. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. For more than a century, AM Radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM Radio each month. 
AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Cromwell Media FEM is currently dealing with a low power issue due to our tower being hit by lightning. This is affecting WCRC at the moment. You can listen to your favorite Cromwell Media stations at FEMradio.com by downloading the free FEM Radio app or your smart speaker. Again, this is something we are aware of and are working as fast as we can to get it corrected. We apologize for any inconvenience and truly appreciate you being a loyal listener of Cromwell Media Effingham. Thank you. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. And now, is this really what we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, this is ridiculous. All right, we'll get back on track. <laughs> Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9 The Game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break. Welcome back in to the start of lineup. We're only here on a 98 for just a little bit longer. Let's check in on uh, things that are happening in Omaha at the uh, College World uh, Series there. As in a uh, winner's side of the things, it was a Wake Forest getting the win over LSU by the final of a 3-2. to two. So Wake Forest, uh, they're on to the uh, semifinals. And in an elimination game, it was the uh, Volunteers, Peyton Manning's Volunteers. Yes. They win over Stanford, leading, uh, eliminating the uh, Cardinals from Omaha as the uh, Volunteers won a 6-4 to four yesterday in the elimination game uh, there. So... And Travis, as you mentioned, you know, Wake Forest now went away from advancing to the finals. Uh, second seed of Florida already advanced to the finals. It would be the first time that se- since seeding began in 1999 that the one and two national seeds both started 2-0 and in the Men's College World Series. Yeah. So some history being made. And uh, for the second time ever and the first since its last College World Series appearance in 1955, Wake Forest has started 2-0 and in Omaha, but it took uh, – Coming from behind, like you mentioned, and the Demon Deacons, by the way, went on to win the title that year. Yeah, so uh, they'll be awaiting their opponents, and uh, their opponents will be decided uh, today as we have uh, two elimination games there as uh, TCU will take on Oral Roberts, and uh, that'll be uh, coming up here in an hour or so. And then uh, later on uh, this evening in the nightcap elimination game with LSU and uh, Tennessee uh, there tonight at uh, 6 o'clock. Just going real quickly, one last thing with Wake Forest, Travis. They are the third team ever to win its first two Men's College World Series games despite not holding the lead entering the eighth inning in either game. Mm, yeah. Cardiac kids there in Wake Forest. Yeah, Demon Deacons with some uh, comeback ability. They joined Mississippi State from 2013 and SIU from 1971. Mm, how about that? Yeah. SIU. So... Uh, Florida and uh, Wake Forest will uh, wait. They'll uh, take on and uh, the uh, winners of uh, today's uh, games there in uh, Omaha. All right, uh, so uh, that does it here for us on uh, 98.9. The Game Bowl will switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast, wherever you find your favorite pods. Still got uh, stuff to uh, clean up, including uh, some uh, NASCAR uh, things to uh, get to as well coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And we've got stuff to uh, clean up. Just some uh, random news and uh, notes as well as some uh, NASCAR things to uh, get into as well. So before we get into that uh, NASCAR news, is there anything on uh, SportsCenter that you wanted to uh, clean up? Yeah, very brief. Nothing major. J.J. Uh, Watt is reportedly making the jump to the TV booth as the New York Post reports that he has several offers to become a part-time TV analyst. Reports say that CBS views the favorite to land J.J. Watt, um, but both NBC and the NFL Network are also expressing interest. Mm. So. There's that. J.J. Watt to the broadcast booth, huh? What I find interesting is Fox not offering anything, and I think Fox could really use but <laughs> whatever. Being held hostage by Tom Brady of whether he's going to actually true. commit or not. Um, and then finally, the Angels are losing their third baseman in the injured list as the Angels plays Anthony Rondone on the 10-day IL after he suffered a left wrist contusion. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Dang. That's all I got. All you got. All right, so uh, there was a couple of uh, news and notes here on the side here. Looks like uh, that uh, Lionel Messi is going to make his uh, MLS Inter-Miami debut. and The uh, target date is July 21st, so uh, mark it down. How uh, expensive are those tickets now? Uh, I have not even bothered to uh, check, and that's a a Friday game as well. Ooh. So, uh, in a League's Cup match against uh, Cruz Azul would be the target date uh, for Inter-Miami. Hmm. So, uh, and also some uh, numbers of his uh, deal were announced as well. He's going to be a, a very rich man, one of the, the highest paid uh, player in America, obviously, with just his contract that didn't have anything to do with the... Uh, other stuff that he's involved in with the uh, rights sharing with uh, Apple right. and uh, some other deals as well. So either way, either way, a slice of Lionel Messi, rich man, and his debut is set to be a July 21st uh, there. And uh, we also heard about uh, Chris Paul. He was on uh, Good Morning America on a Monday, and he uh, was uh, telling uh, the crew there that he was uh, he found out about the uh, trade. He was traded to the Wizards. One, he was on the plane mm-hmm. to New York for Good Morning uh, America as well, and he said that he was surprised by the reported trade uh, that sent him to uh, the Wizards. And he told this to the New York Times, and he uh, said. He also found out the news via text from his son on the plane as well. And he also implied that Isaiah Thomas, yes, that Isaiah Thomas, Mm -hmm. the former Detroit Pistons legend, and uh, said that he was uh, good friends with Matt Eshbua from uh, the uh, Suns ownership. And uh, he also hinted at that Isaiah may have been involved in his decision. Uh, he said, it's just tough. It's tough. Seriously, it's a part of the business, and you realize that no one owes you anything, no matter how you are with them or what you do. You realize that this is business. Nobody owes you anything as it should be uh, there. So, um, Isaiah. Causing problems. Causing problems, like usual, I guess. Yep. So Nothing new there. <laughs> uh, so... That's uh, all I had. That's all I had here on the side. Uh, what did you want to get into in NASCAR? Well, just two things, NASCAR. First of all, the prospective uh, commander's owner has now invested in Joe Gibbs Racing. So nice. the, the guy that's buying the commanders, now also a minority owner in Joe Gibbs Racing. Nice. Uh, the other thing is uh, that tomorrow, Stuart Haas Motorsports, or Stuart Haas Racing, has announced that they are having a press conference at 1 o'clock, which is, uh, they said in their press release, it's a quote-unquote major announcement, and that is that Josh Berry will be taking over for Kevin Harvick. So it is official. Josh Berry will be taking over for Kevin Harvick. This is Kevin Harvick's last year. Josh Mm, Berry um, will be taking over. And um, this was kind of seen coming since the beginning of May when Josh Berry changed his representation, Travis, as far as agents go. To Kevin Harvick Incorporated. So Kevin Harvick's team started representing him 
kind of you can connect <laughs> dots at that point of going, okay, I wonder if he's going to be filling in. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Josh Josh Berry there. will be the next driver of uh, the the four car at Stewart Haas. So mm. That's uh, that's really it as we get ready for uh, national. Oh, there was one more thing um, from uh, NASCAR. This is the the important one, um, and that's a sponsorship announcement. I just found this funny. So um, the twenty three eleven this weekend is going to have the big 615 which is a newly launched radio station on tuned in sponsoring their car being a co-primary sponsor do you know who is the owner of this radio station travis i have no idea that'd be mr garth brooks ah and garth brooks was quoted saying it's easy to see why nascar is such a fan-driven sport hell we just have our logo on the car and i feel like i'm driving the car myself this is exciting so Garth Brooks now getting in the NASCAR sponsorship game with his new tuned-in radio station. Why not? Why not? Why not join the party? And, and why not do it at Nashville, right? If you're going to do I it, mean, do it in Nashville. Yeah, it's a pretty nice debut Yep. for Garth. Yep. So, uh, I mean, if Pitbull's in it, you might as well throw your... Might as well throw your hat in there. Why might not? Might as well throw it in there. So, Garth getting into the NASCAR game. Uh, there, so don't forget uh, Friday we'll have NASCAR pick 'em. That's right, pick 'em Return. returns. So for Nashville, and the first yeah. NBC broadcast of the year. Yep, first one of the year, handing it off to NBC. And so. we're getting ready to head to the the stretch before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Starting to get some crunch time. Yep. Yep. So. All right, I think that will do it. So uh, we are going to get out of here for the uh, day, and we'll be back for you tomorrow. And until then, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.